0: Hi everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong. This is episode 184. I hope you're having a great day. And you know, I've had some questions, uh, quite a few questions recently. I don't know why they go in waves uh, about calcium and getting enough calcium. So bone health has been on everyone's mind for some reason or many people's minds. And so I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk to you about it. I guess mainly because, you know, if you are limiting um, dairy products uh, because you want to avoid the saturated fat, uh, people start instantly start thinking, oh, I can't drink milk or eat cheese. I will become, I'll probably become calcium deficient. And so I'm wondering if that's where it's coming from. But, uh, you know, so I get it. I get the, I understand why you would ask that question for sure, Uh, especially since we all pretty much grew up with the milk mustache advertising um, that indicated that you had to have milk to have strong bones and really to, and usually they were associated with athletes, right? So you had this subliminal idea that milk and, and uh, also led to drinking milk led to this peak performance. Okay. So and so this idea of now you're going to be reducing milk or cheese or dairy products because you want to reduce the saturated fat in your diet and um, you know not have it be taken up a spot that could be taking up a, um, the spot of a food that has high fiber and lower fat, but you might have this nagging worry uh, that ditching dairy really means you're going to jeopardize your bone health. And this is especially prevalent for women and women over you know 45 or 50 that have gone through menopause or, or approaching menopause because osteoporosis becomes really forefront in your mind so the question you you know i think that all comes up is like well what's the science behind that or maybe that doesn't come up for you it comes up for me uh and does the science bear out those concerns that you're going to have you know poor bone health because you're reducing your calcium through dairy products and so I thought in this podcast that we would we would talk about that, and I would sort of give you the role that calcium plays in bone health, but also give you some plant-based sources of calcium in, in case you're worried about that if you are truly uh, limiting your dairy products, and then really give you some practical tips uh, to prevent osteoporosis. So, So the big question is, do you need to drink milk for calcium? right? Do you? Um, oddly enough, the natural source of calcium is plants. It really is. Uh, and so, you know, that's where the cow gets, gets the calcium. Uh, and this whole idea that for of milk for bones is more of a marketing uh, angle. All right. Uh, and all of our blo- biological cousins, you know, chimpanzees, gorillas, orangutans, they don't need ice cream and they they don't eat yogurt. Uh, They're not eating Velveeta sandwiches, right? Uh, And and they don't have osteoporosis. And you're like, well, but they're animals, you know, so are we, just, you know, so are we. And so when you look around the world, especially in places like Asia and Africa, where those cultures don't historically consume dairy, uh, you know, every culture has found a place to get calcium in their diets other than milk. And so it shows that it's possible to have healthy bones without dairy. Okay, so when you look at these studies around that, you know, the, you know, those, those other cultures, they don't um, consume dairy and they don't have osteoporosis at the same late rates that we do. So this is a good thing because there have been so many studies that have linked dairy to increased health risks, including asthma, heart disease, and certain types of cancers such as breast and prostate and endometrial cancers, right? So, you know, I just want you to know that, you know, there are other other ways to get calcium, okay, in your diet. So so what are some other sources of, of them? And, you know, There was a study that uh, in uh, issue of the New England Journal of Medicine, I think it was in February 2020, and it basically concluded that calcium can be obtained from plant foods in, in enough quantity that keeps your bones healthy, and that the majority of the scientific evidence that's been put out there doesn't really support the common belief that eating dairy reduces bone fractures. That's the big takeaway of it. So... Just like our cow's favorite meal of grass, you know, uh, you know that uh, the, absorbs calcium from the soil. So, so do the leafy greens such as Brussels sprouts and collard greens and mustard greens. And those, those are all rich in the sources of calcium as well. All right. So just know that just grass, although the cow eats the grass, just like we eat these other items that have calcium, we absorb that, that nutrient as well. So there's other foods such as beans, uh, lentils, nuts, seeds, soy foods, uh, you know, like tofu. Uh, They all provide calcium in smaller amounts, granted, but those amounts add up. But more importantly, what do they bring with with that? They bring, you know, high fiber. They bring low, low, they're they're zero saturated fat. or almost almost zero saturated fat and, and fat in general, Okay. So you have to kind of look at when you're comparing these foods, you know, yeah, it might be smaller, amount in calcium, but it it brings calcium, but all these other things too. So there's, it's certainly true. Some foods are better sources of calcium um, than others because these, these levels of oxalate. And so that's kind of splitting hairs. There's a natural substance in food that binds to calcium during digestion that can interfere with absorption. Um, And so, you know, great sources of absorbable calcium are like broccoli, kale, I love kale, Uh, bok choy, collard greens, like I said, mustard greens, watercress, you know, the tofu that has the calcium set type tofu and fortified plant milk. So just like I'd said before, these are all items that you can eat to get, you know, calcium. And just know that you know these these high oxalate levels um, you know the the bioavailability of calcium is lower in spinach and beet greens and Swiss chard but it still doesn't mean it's it's not a good food to eat right so you really can't go wrong eating adding a bunch of green leafy vegetables into your diet you just can't they bring bring you more calcium and they bring you so much more like i said So then I often will get the question, well, do I need a calcium supplement? And I know that's pushed pretty heavily and women especially lean heavily on those because they're so afraid of osteoporosis, right? So just know that taking a supplement is not the best solution for protecting your bone health. And you know, there's been studies that have shown You know, bone health for more than 20. I'm trying to read my notes here. There's a woman who's done studies on nutritional epidemiology, and she studied bone health. And she has said that calcium in food is more effective effectively used by the bones because it comes packaged with other important nutrients. That they're synergistic; they all work together. Okay. And that uh, researcher's name was Catherine Tucker, and she's out of um, UMass uh, Lowell's Center for Population Health, if you want to look her up. And so, I mean, there's a lot of studies. And so studies on calcium supplementation have yielded, you know, like kind of mixed results, honestly. Um, Some studies have even linked calcium supplements to increased risk of heart disease and heart attack. And then there's others that, you know, say it doesn't matter. Okay. So just know that the best thing you can do for your bones is to have a healthy, diverse diet um, that includes all the nutrients you need. So eat a rainbow, lots of different colors, a lot of leafy greens. All right. And just know that's probably the best thing. And so, you know, um, so I guess the question comes up though, is really, you know, what are other ways to protect your bones? And so, Beyond eating a variety of plant foods, all right, um, there's some other steps you can do to really safeguard the calcium stores in your bones and, and your teeth, so don't forget your teeth. So we women are encouraged, especially, you know, men too, but to, to do weight-bearing exercise. And weight-bearing exercise is like walking, hiking, jogging, climbing stairs, playing tennis, dancing, playing pickleball, that's one of my favorite and And resistance training as well. Those all help keep your bones strong, okay? And so you know, just do something fun. If, if that nothing on that list appeals to you, find something that does and do it, okay? The other thing you can do is to really go easy on alcohol. Uh, you know, for women, it's one drink a day is um, you know is show, you know is shown shown to be acceptable. And you just know that excessive intake has been shown to interfere with calcium balance in the body, as well as your vitamin D production. Okay, and you need both of those. You need calcium and vitamin D. People so focus on calcium and they forget the vitamin D. And so just know that um, alcohol is also associated with elevated levels of the stress hormone hormone cortisol, and it can cause hormone deficiencies. And so, you know, just Remember, just don't do it in excess. The other thing you can do is don't smoke, okay? There's a direct relationship between smoking and decreased bone density. And so smoking really reduces the blood flow to your bones and it interferes with that calcium absorption, okay? So just just know that. Also, the other thing you can do is to quit drinking those darn colas. Uh, The dark carbonated drink, um, many different... Sodas, right, uh, contain phosphate compounds that pull calcium out of the bones in an effort to maintain uh, that it's trying to re- keep this balance, right, uh, between calcium and phosphorus in the blood. So, in order, to, and so, you know, it has this um, calcium, uh, these phosphate compounds in the drink. So, when you drink it, then it wants to balance it. And that's when the calcium comes out of your bones. So, just um, be aware of that. And so, uh, I think they they recommend, you know, uh, those they found a study that they said those who drink three or more colas a day have a lower bone density, so than those who don't. So I don't know, three colas seems like a lot to me, but um, you know, you guys do you, right? I was giving you the information, you decide what to do with it. But the other thing you can do is to avoid the processed foods, right? That's always good to do when you're trying to manage your diabetes, uh, when you're trying to lose weight. And now, even when you want to maintain your your bone density and keep your calcium levels, your calcium scores or stores um, you know, equal. So those packaged foods I'm referring to are those like chips and breads and other baked goods um, that, you know, because many of them contain additives that to enhance the shelf life, and the texture of those foods and so you'll see things on the label like sodium phosphate or calcium phosphate and those two things can actually leach calcium out of your bones as well okay and more importantly when you're eating those foods they're taking the place and they kind of crowd out those healthier whole foods that actually contain bone uh, protective nutrients. All right. So just keep that in mind. You know, every time you choose to eat a junk food like that, you kind of, you know, squander an opportunity to nourish your body well. All right. So every every food has to earn its place uh, in, in, your, in your dietary pattern, right? So just keep that in mind. The last thing I want to say you can do is get outside. Get outside, and enjoy the sunlight. Sunlight is the best source of vitamin D, all right? And vitamin D helps the body absorb calcium and it's critical to your bone density. It really is. So aim for at least 10 minutes of kind of midday sun exposure on your arms and your legs and your back without sunscreen. I know it's always a balance with the sunscreen thing, right? Um, But you want to try to do that several days a week. And if you're not getting adequate vitamin, you know, adi- adequate sun for your vitamin D, then you might really need to revisit this and look at a supplement because you need vitamin D to absorb your calcium. Okay. So I hope those, the, the, that information helps you make an, an, uh, an informed decision and to really rest assured that, you know, you don't have to be drinking milk to uh, get your calcium you know, leafy green vegetables that have so many other great things with it. Fiber and, uh, you know, nutrients and other vitamins really are a delicious way and a very um, uh, safe way because those foods, those, those leafy greens also help stabilize your blood sugars. Okay. All right. So with that said, I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast. Since morning habits are the easiest to build, that's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.